I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. What if I told you that everything happening in the world today is all just part of a giant psyop to gain control? From governments using the trans agenda to solidify even more control over their populations to human rights organizations that claim to support all, but in actuality only support some and silence the rest to celebrities that are using their children as pawns so they can virtue signal in this DEI circus that we are living in today. Well, our traditional values are under a massive attack, and we are going to go through all of that in today's episode. But first, a message from Big Brother. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or are affiliated with. Well, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. I am your host, as always, Jason Brunt, and we've got another jam-packed episode for you today. Why is the Western governments promoting the transgender agenda so hard? Well, I can tell you it's not because they care about the people, because if they cared about people, we would see a whole lot of different behaviors coming out of the government, but they don't care about people. Well, let's look at it. It expands government control. By promoting new civil rights and liberties and protections for transgender LGBTQ plus people, it gives the government more power to regulate schools, businesses, churches, and our everyday daily lives. The left, as we all know, loves big government and control. Well, number two, well, let's see. It undermines traditional values, concepts like gender, family, Morality have been pillars of Western civilization since our foundation, but by promoting transgenderism and LGBTQIA plus alphabet agenda, the left aims to destabilize these very foundations that have been the fabric of our society by creating a society that's reshaped in this egalitarian fashion. Number three. It creates new Democratic voters, you see, because all of the things that they've been trying leading up to now have not been working because once people start opening their eyes, they're usually just single use Democrat voters until they see the failures that the Democratic Party has been promoting. The left cultivates new groups of these single use voters who are going to support the Democrats no matter what. It's a all in concept with the Democrat Party. There is no lines of logic. There is no lines of morality or reason. It is all just power and getting more votes. So they use social media. They use the movies. They use corporate. They use government to all try to convince people that they need to be herded into this mindset of acceptance. And if they are not part of this select group, well, then you have no more friends. You have no more job. You have no more life. You are canceled into oblivion unless you start towing the line. Well, number four, let's see. It spreads Fear and outrage, right? The media 
constantly is telling stories about transgender bathrooms, about pronouns, about children transitioning, about this magical genocide of the LGBTQ plus community that honestly just doesn't exist. I challenge you to give me an example. There is no example of anybody running around committing mass genocide or cancellation on the transgender LGBTQ plus community. In fact, anyone that comes out of such is revered, celebrated, promoted millions of likes on social media, front page of every single concept just because they want their DEI virtue signaling card. Number five, it indoctrinates the young. Much like we've talked about in the past, Mussolini's youth, the Hitler youth program, it all starts in the school because that is the seed that needs to be nurtured to create the mentality of the future generation, even if it is a mentality steeped in illness. They push these stories to spread this outrage and this division because, as we know, Divide and conquer is one of the most effective strategies of winning the war. And what war are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the culture war here in America. When you start breaking down reality and people can't even understand that two plus two is four, that the sky is blue, that the grass is green. When you start questioning the very basics of our knowledge and justifying it to be true, it's like a crazy ex-girlfriend that always tries to tell the husband or a boyfriend that you said this, you did that, when none of those things were done, but it makes them question reality. It's it's a, a form of, of psychopathy on a governmental level, which is mind control and manipulation. It paints conservatives or people that hold traditional values as their favorite word, bigots. So any objection to their transgender agenda is portrayed as hateful, as intolerant, another one of their favorite words, and bigoted. Now, what this does is it allows the left to take this fake moral high ground to try to demonize anybody that doesn't agree with their specified ideology. But here's the problem with that is it's not based and steeped in actual science or reality. I love that they say trust the science until it comes to biology, and then in which case we're not going to trust biology at all. So at the end of the day, this is not an organic group of people that is emerging. Is there people that are part of the LGBTQ plus community organically? Yes. And they've always made up a very small fraction of our population, hovering around the 1% back when I was growing up and throughout history. However, in the past 20 years, that 1% has now increased through Generation Z to include almost 20% of young children. Speaking to a lot of these young children, they'll be the first ones to tell you that they're afraid not to be part of the LGBTQIA plus or ally agenda, because that's the only option, right? You can either be gay, you could be trans, you can be a cat person, a demi boy, or whatever litany of a thousand different gender option possibilities. But if you are just straight, that's a problem. That's where you get harassed by your teachers. That's where the community looks down on you. I drive around with a car that's got straight pride stickers on it. 
and I get flicked off on a pretty regular basis. I'd like to know how many people driving around with their LGBTQ stickers get flicked off on a regular basis. I'm pretty sure, guess what? I got you beat. We are demonized. We are considered evil. In fact, the Human Rights Campaign, HRC, you'll see the stickers on the back of everyone's car, not everyone's cars, but a good majority of the purple-headed twits. You'll see that blue sticker with the two yellow uh, bars on it. And what that is, is that's for the HRC, the Human Rights Campaign. Now, this is a wonderful organization that is steeped in hypocrisy. So I want to read to you an article here from their website, and then we'll talk about them a little bit more. So over here is the homepage of the Human Rights Campaign. I'm not going to go into the details of all of the articles on here, but you're more than welcome to check the link in the description below. And if you want to head down Looney Tune Alphabet Avenue, you can do so on your own accord. But just check this out. Worth pointing out here. Very homepage, the Human Rights Campaign envisions a world where every member of the LGBTQ plus family has the freedom to live their truth without fear and with equality under the law. We empower our three million members and supporters to mobilize against attacks on the most marginalized people in our community. Equality for all, not some. Now, what's interesting about this is as you scroll through their page here, educating the public about the community, about LGBTQ issues, mobilizing equality voters nationwide, advancing pro-equality policy and legislation, fronts for our equality, The and look at these articles, the epidemic of violence against the transgender and gender nonconforming community in the United States. Now, if you go into that article, there's actually zero citations of violence. They just strictly talk about the speech that they don't like because their speech is violent. But look, one after another, LGBTQ, 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 LGBTQ. Well, I've got a very special message for the human rights campaign. Your website says it best. Equality for all, not some. See, but here's the thing. When you go through the social media pages that HRC has through Facebook and through X, you can scroll through, and I believe on X, uh, we went through over 2,300 recent posts that the HRC campaign has posted on all of their social media platforms. And out of 2,300 different posts. I want you to take a guess how many support traditional marriage, traditional families, heterosexual values, or anyone of faith. I'm going to pause here. If you guessed zero, you are 100% correct. Because out of every single thing that this trash bin organization has put out, it is only in support of anyone who is not straight, Caucasian, or based in faith. That is not equality for all. That is only equality for some. This organization has almost, it said, 3 million followers and subscribers. And a lot of these people are heavy, heavy, heavy donators. This organization makes millions of dollars every single year and constantly tries to promote only one set of values and agenda. That is not human rights. And the biggest thing is the constant attack on, oh, there's attacks on transgenders, there's attacks on the gays. First off, I've never seen one person attack a transgender or gay. Now, do we have some words to say to some communities that we feel are spreading a mental illness that is causing higher suicide rates and clearly a governmental and corporate indoctrination campaign? 
Yes, of course, we're going to have issues with that because what you're doing is you're mentally disturbing our children. You're creating a society of weak men and and women that don't even have a place in this world. We are teaching women that men are better at being women than you are at being women. And if you say anything about it, it is a huge issue. Now, on a side note, uh, over the weekend, I was able to watch the movie Lady Ballers by the Daily uh, Wire. And one of the most funny movies that I've seen in the past couple years and so highly accurate, but sad at the same time, because that is what our society is delging into. It's like the movie Idiocracy, how forthcoming and predicting it was back when it came out. This is really no different. And, and to be honest with you, having a group of these men joining these teams just so they can beat women because ultimately they are losers. It's a very accurate depiction of what's happening in our society currently and what's probably going to continue to happen in our society. So the question is, all these trans genocides and LGBTQ attacks that are going on in our society, I don't really see it happening because, come on, now, look at all the companies in the month of June and throughout. I mean, Target's got the gay nutcracker things. Have you seen those yet? I'll put the picture up here on the screen. That's on their shelves this time of year. Like they didn't learn from the last boycott, right? But I'll tell you what, there is an actual group of marginalized people in today's society that is being cast aside, shunned, silenced, and shamed. And that is anybody that considers themselves just straight. There's also another group too, and that's just regular white guys. I mean, you know, that's the big bad monster right now. You've got to get him out of every major position in Hollywood. Wolverine can't be a white guy anymore. Got to be a Spanish guy. James, Gon James Bond's got to be a black guy. Indiana Jones getting taken over by a woman. I mean, it, it's like that South Park episode, the Panderverse. It is happening very much so in our world and society. But I'll tell you, the marginalized groups are actually being attacked. Now, the HRC and many similar different organizations, there's over 10,000 organizations that are promoting the LGBTQ plus agenda, and they are all claiming that they're under attack when you can't find that anywhere. In fact, if you even say anything in support of traditional values, you're blocked, you're banned, and you're shut down from social media. We've been at war nonstop with Facebook and Twitter because of traditional values that we try to promote and question the reality of the illogical behaviors from this Ku Klux alphabet clan. The human rights campaign. The only thing that we've ever posted underneath any of their stuff is asking why aren't straight people included? We've not attacked anyone. We've not said anything derogatory towards any of their posts or the subjects of that post. The only thing that we've ever asked is one simple sentence. Why doesn't this include straight people? And underneath, all we do is get attacked. Well, when have straight people been uh, uh, murdered and straight people have been fired for being straight? And, hey, you know what? 20 years ago, have that conversation. Not in today's society. Not when everybody goes fruitcake loopy loop during the month of June. Everything goes rainbow. You cannot get a day of your life from morning to night without seeing some sort of LGBTQ plus IAS. TAW propaganda shoved down our throats like a diseased. Mm. I want to read an article over here for you um, about uh, another example of these Ku Klux Alphabet Klan people taking away accomplishments and injuring 
uh, people who are not part of that organization only so that way they can virtue signal with their little DEI card. Check this one out. It's off the Gateway Pundit. California father says transgender volleyball player gave his daughter a concussion, knocked her out of playing the entire season. That's an ugly dude. A California father claims that his daughter was given a concussion by a transgender student while playing volleyball and has been knocked out of playing the entire season. The 17-year-old girl was playing against an opposing team with a biological male player who identifies as a girl. Reddick spoke to the father and published his story anonymously to protect his family from backlash from the woke mob. For the article, they call him Luis. The incident reportedly took place during a match in October at Half Moon Bay High School. Reddick reports that the male student playing on the Half Moon Bay girls team was Aaron Lester, the son of California musician John Lester, of course, and social justice activist Lisa Phelan. My daughter has been involved in volleyball since she was in fourth grade, the father said. She has always been a kid with her eye on the prize. When she first started asking about playing volleyball, she began practicing in the backyard. For hours at a time, she'd hit the ball on the sloped roof. Eventually, she was able to become a team captain at her school. During the game, it became clear that one of the Half Moon Bay players was much stronger than the other girls. From a distance, it seemed like a boy dressed in a girl's volleyball uniform, Lewis said telling Reddick that he had had texted his wife about this confusion. I asked if she knew that there may be a boy on the Half Moon Bay team. She replied, yes. I told my wife that this was not fair. I felt frustrated that in an indirect way, I was now supporting somebody's gender confusion. To boot, they were now playing against my daughter and her teammates. I had heard about transgenders and sport issues, bathroom gender identification politics, and trans groups reading to kids at schools, but now it was directly hitting home. Louise turned to talk to another parent, and when he looked back, his daughter was being let out of the gymnasium while holding her head. The other parent turned to me and said, did you see that? She was hit by that boy. I had missed the actual hit, but felt the weight of everyone staring at me, including the opposing team, Louise said. Louise rushed rushed to his daughter, who was suffering blurry vision and head pain. After the game, a few parents voiced their displeasure with the incident. With all of the cancel culture crap, I was walking on eggshells, not wanting to add more fuel to this fire, Louise said. I totally felt alone, like this was a bad dream. My daughter knew how angry I was. The drive was telling as my daughter asked me not to make a big deal of it. But to me, it was already a big deal. The teenage athlete was taken to a doctor who confirmed the concussion, and she was told she had to sit out playing for the rest of her senior year. Louise met with school officials and was told that nothing could be done to prevent male players from competing against the girls. If I say something out loud, will my kid be ostracized at school? Yes. And if I didn't say anything, would I be silently accepting boys playing against girls at schools? Also, yes. There are parent are there parents that would shame me and my family for saying anything? Don't get me wrong. I have empathy for the boy. I don't know what it feels like for somebody to be born male and not identify with that. Life must be difficult, Louise said. But at what point does someone's gender dysphoria cross the empathy boundary, in my case, when my daughter was injured? Holy crap, this is a freaking problem. 
We saw as way back into when Fallon Fox, a former Army Ranger, fathered two children with his female penis and then joined women's, w, women's MMA. And what happened? Not only did he completely crush almost all of his opponents, but in one of the final matches, he actually fractured a woman's skull that he was fighting. This is absurd and disgusting. And it is time that parents like this start speaking out without shame or fear of being canceled. And let me tell you, the social media companies are big on it. So if you have a social media presence and you care about all the little dopamine hits that you get by sharing all your little posts and everything so all your friends can just like it, like, you know what, guys, you're going to have to give it up. You're going to have to give it up. If enough of us give it up for a short enough amount of time, then it's going to stop. And it's time that we all start activating and putting the brakes on this radical circus. We've seen Leah Thomas beat Riley Gaines and take away medals and trophies. We've got this trans swimmer we talked about last episode out of New Jersey that's doing the same exact thing now that Leah Thomas has stepped out of its 15 minutes of fame. Now this new thing's getting in there to do it. You've got these volleyball players that are smashing the crap out of women, causing them to get concussions and drop out for the season. These are scholarships that are being put into jeopardy from these girls. These are accolades, awards, recognitions. This is self-confidence. This is their pride. This is their identity. And what we're doing by trying to confirm your delusionary identity is we're taking away the identity of actual biological women that are trying to accomplish things with their lives. This is absolute clown world, and it needs to come to a grinding and screeching halt. This father's got every right to be upset, but he also has every single right to be concerned because the Looney Tune leftist alphabet mob will come after you personally and try to destroy every single thing you've worked for and eradicate your family off of the map if you do not toe the line to their agenda. But here's the problem. We do outnumber them. So why aren't we winning this war? Well, I'll tell you, because of fear. Like we talked about earlier in the podcast, one of the forms of control is fear, and that is the fear that they are using to control us now. And we also have a lot of weak people on the conservative side of the fence. A lot of people with strong opinions, but that are too afraid to actually do anything about it. So we've all seen the Elon Musk speech from this past week, so I'm not going to beat the dead horse and play it for you. That's the one where he told Bob Iger from Disney to go F yourself. Fantastic quote, going to go down in history as one of his better interviews. But one thing he said a little bit later on in that interview that typically didn't get a lot of play, and it's a very good quote, and here, before I go into it, I respect Elon Musk exponentially. I think he is a man of high intelligence and moral integrity. I do have some questions about his intentions. And the big throw-off for me was starting a Halloween of last year. His profile picture was the behemoth demon costume with the pentagram on the chest, and he kept that as his profile picture for quite a little while. Now, Elon Musk has proven in the past, from changing his profile picture to a Dogecoin, uh, to a couple of other different cryptocurrencies, that he's about that subliminal messaging. And nothing he does is not well thought out and without meaning. So that period of time really made me question the purity and, I guess, goodness of this guy. However, as it seems, most of the things that he is doing are helping our traditional communities, not even, not even the traditional communities, I think the human race as a whole. 
encouraging freedom of speech, freedom of ideas, and, and giving a platform for us to have those uh, ideas. But one of the quotes from this speech that Elon Musk had said was, what I care about is the reality of goodness, not the perception of it. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. F them. I 100% agree. But he is 100% correct. And it's something that we talk about on this show. We talk about at our school board meetings. We talk about at the speeches that we do, which we've got a couple of speeches coming up over the next couple of months. We're going to be uh, December 21st at the Charlotte County Republican Club. And on January 23rd, we're going to be up in Tampa for the Patriots for America event as well. So you can go to floridastraits.com and check the events page to see some of the events that we have coming up in the future. And we would love to see each and every one of you there. The way that you can stop from being a keyboard warrior and from being somebody who's just perceiving goodness to somebody that's actually making a difference, show up at some of these events and you can help support our sponsors, floridastraits.com. As we mentioned in the past, there is over 10,000 plus LGBTQIA communities and organizations that are trying to indoctrinate our children into that lifestyle and trying to shame our communities into into, uh, accepting it or else. There is only one nonprofit that is dedicated strictly and solely to preserving and promoting traditional values both in our schools and our communities, and that is the sponsors of our show, FloridaStraits.com. However, they do need your financial help. Now, before I ask for the help for this group, let me say that they do not take any administration fees and not a single dollar donated to Florida Straits has ever gone into anybody's pocket for financial gain. This is not like many of these LGBTQ plus organizations, including the Human Rights Campaign. This is an actual organization that is passionate about what they're doing and trying to make a difference in our schools and communities. So if you've got a couple of bucks, I know it's a holiday season, you can help by going to their website and getting some of their fantastic t-shirts, most of which you'll see we wear on this show. This is not one of them today. However, They've got a plethora of amazing merchandise that you can pick up that goes to directly help the cause, and it gives you something that you can wear to promote your traditional values as well. So please check them out, www.floridastraits.com. So the governments and the corporations are definitely in on the LGBTQ plus agenda and the indoctrination campaigns, but now we're starting to see more and more celebrities which are already a small select group of the population. So how come they have such a large percentage of LGBTQ plus children? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they're the spokespersons for the government and the corporations. Which we said before, and let me just reiterate again, government and corporations merging is fascism. Get that, Antifa idiots? This is fascism. Why aren't you in the streets protesting against actual fascism? Well, Probably because you grew up near power lines or ate paint chips as a kid because you are retarded. But check this article out here. This is from Pride, and I'm not going to put it up on the screen because I'm not going to read through the entire article. I'm just going to scroll through and give you a list of 19 major celebrities that have come out just in the past 10 years with their children as pawns and political tools to sell this DEI LGBTQ plus virtue circus victim card. Share. No surprise here. 
Cher has uh, Chaz, her son. So that's one of those transgenders. She got the transgender. Alexis Bellino also has transgender cop child. Jennifer Lopez, guess what? Transgender. And we'll just keep going on through here. We've got Dean McDermott coming out with a trans kid. Keep in mind, none of these people are coming out trans, bi, gay, or anything else. They're still, you know, they still want to be themselves and maintain their image that they've created through decades of Hollywood. So they can't tarnish that, but they can go ahead and use their children, mutilate their children, and cause increased suicide rates amongst their children just so that way they can get their new ticket into the DEI virtue signaling world. Now, as you'll notice, as we're going through this list, most of these actors aren't on the top of their game anymore. They're on the way out. So what better thing to do while you're on the way out than to go ahead and mutilate your kid or convince them that they're not a boy anymore, that they're really a girl or vice versa. Charlize Theron. We've heard about that one for quite a little while. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. Hmm. Reality show. Jamie Lee Curtis, another one we've known about. Cynthia Nixon, another celebrity. Ali Sheedy, Annette Benning, and Warren Beatty. Sade, no smooth operation on that one. Sigourney Weaver, Heather Dubrow, Busy Phillips. She kind of looks like the Joker. Colin Mockery. And this one kind of came as a shock to me. Marlon Wayans uh, from the Wayans Brothers. David and Georgia Tennant. And the list goes on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is obvious indoctrination, and, and this is not organic. And these poor kids, these poor kids now being paraded by their celebrity parents who've now come out on their behalf and have created this life that they now have to live. Otherwise, they're going to be canceled. And now it's not just them being canceled. Now they're going to have the weight of their parents' accomplishments. It's like, well, Daddy Marlon Wayans, you did so good with your career, and you've put yourself on the line to come out and support me being a mentally ill child. And I, even if they don't like it, they got to uh, be real careful about backpedaling on this. But you know what? Some of them, their children are realizing that they're not actually part of this mental delusion that their parents have been trying to sell and promote and that they are just a normal kid. And why can't we just let kids be normal kids? Most of us can. But the second you get that microphone, you get that power behind the keyboard, you get your likes and subscribers. That's the only thing that matters in these people's lives is their dopamine, is their successes. Who gives a crap about your dopamine and successes? Care about your freaking kids, you idiots. But here's an article I want to read to you from, again, the Gateway Pundit. Check this out. This uh, It's that Joker lady that we were talking about. Busy Phillips. Is the fad dying down? Actress Busy Phillips announces 15-year-old daughter is dropping using they-them pronouns. 15 years old. That, that means this was happening back in 2000. 21 so wow wow just as the kid was getting into puberty extreme woke leftist activist busy phillips has announced that her 15 year old daughter is dropping using they them pronouns and has returned to using she her 
The 44-year-old actress has announced on her Busy Phillips is doing her best podcast in 2021 that her daughter, Birdie, was gay and using non-binary pronouns. The truth is, Birdie has decided that her pronouns are she, her. Phillips told Page Six at the 2023 American Museum of Natural History Gala on Thursday night. The actress said that her daughter's change of heart was so incredible about what gender-affirming care can be that you can allow kids to figure out who they are. It is unclear if the child still identifies as LGBTQ or if it was just part of the trend that swept the nation. Phillips claimed at the time that she had permission from the then 13-year-old to discuss her sexual preferences on the show. Bird was like, I don't give a blank, and you can talk about how I'm gay and out. You can talk about my pronouns. That would be cool with me. That's so great. So I said, okay, I can talk about it on the podcast, Phillips said in her 2021 podcast announcement. I'm not going to keep going on with this article. This is the problem with these mentally ill perverts. At 13 years old, your child, first off, shouldn't be using the F word like that to their parents without being corrected. Uh, We'll read that quote again. Uh, Let's see. Bird was like, I don't give a F, and you can talk about how I'm gay and out. You can talk about my pronouns. That would be cool with me. That's so great. Look, first off, I don't think that's a quote from Bird. I think that's a quote from Mommy Looney Tune right there. I think words are being shoved in this child's mouth. That's what these people do. We see these videos all the time that we've shown you on previous episodes of parents talking with their children and basically telling them, I want you to be gay. I want you to be part of this group. As we can see with Birdie, who aged a little bit, started maturing, went from 13 to 15, probably went through puberty, and decided, holy crap, I am a girl. I want to be a girl. And now she probably had to have an argument with her mom about it. Now, of course, she's got to come out and say that this is the beauty of allowing gender-affirming care so your child can figure out who they are. Well, thank God this Joker lookalike Busy Phillips twit did not go through the process of puberty blockers and altering their child's development through the future because I'm sure there would be some serious resentment coming out. And no, Busy Phillips, this is not proof that gender-affirming care works. What this is is proof that your adult mental illness being pushed on your children is dangerous and in many times does not actually reflect the way that they think, believe, or feel. Many times growing up, us as parents have seen our children pretend to be princesses from Disney movies, pretend to be superheroes from Marvel movies, pretend to be a litany of different characters. When we were younger, we played cowboys and Indians. I know that's racist now, but we did it. Never once did my father actually get me a full six-shooter revolver, let me carry it around on my hip, and start blasting out at people with brown skin because he thought that I could be a cowboy. Or... The reverse. I never had to put on, I was never allowed to wear a headdress and run around with an actual bow and arrow shooting at people that I disagreed with either. There is a line in the sand that you draw between fictional and reality. So when a child's running around thinking that they could be a superhero, we're not going to encourage them by throwing a pair of concrete pumps on them and taking them out swimming and dropping them off the end of the boat and saying, sure, Aquaman, you can talk to fishes. We don't do that because it doesn't root itself in reality. And just because this is the new pop culture circus shebang that they're throwing out there and promoting every single where doesn't mean that we mutilate our kids and encourage them to go down a path that leads to suicide and more confusion. 
And as we've seen in the other things, you're also pushing your child to take rights away from the people that actually earn them and support them. Everything from, from the men in the sports to the, the men and women's bathrooms. Look, here's the thing. If you're so convincing of a transgender that you can go into a woman's bathroom or a men's bathroom, respectively, depending on which trans you are, and nobody knows, well, then you've pulled it off successfully. Why do you feel the need to shove it down everyone's throat? The only time that people care is when you are so obviously not supposed to be there or you make a huge scene about it. If you're six foot two, you've got a huge Adam's apple, you've got a half five o'clock shadow, and you've got a massive freaking bulge, and you walk around like that it's ma'am guy from the GameStop video, somebody has every right to kind of question, what the hell is going on here? But if you look like some of these trans things that have gone all out and nobody knows the difference, then just shut your damn mouth, go in there, take a crap, and leave like the rest of us. I don't walk into a men's room being like, oh, man, it's real great. I got a penis. I'm going to go ahead and take a dump now. It's unacceptable. It's not needed. If you are passable, then just freaking pass and shut up. It's like this Blair White thing. Don't get me wrong. I agree with a lot of what Blair White talks about. But what's, what's really sad is the way that the conservative cucks fall over their words whenever they're either talking to it or about it. This is still a dude. This was born a dude. It's a mentally ill dude. And just because it has conservative values and a fake set of D-sized tits doesn't mean that you start referring to it as she. But if you look at this thing's Twitter posts all over, there is a whole bunch of simp cuck guys underneath there being like, oh, she's beautiful. She's this or she can say that or I agree with her. It's not a freaking her. It's a him. I don't care how much makeup you put on the pig. It's still a pig. You can't be running. And this Blair White thing is. It's dangerous because of what it's doing to the conservative field. Alex Jones, somebody who I typically respect on a pretty high level, had it on his show and he referred to him as a her. Alex Jones even cucked out for this. Why? I don't know. Maybe these guys think it looks pretty. But if you think that looks pretty, guess what? You're gay. It's that simple. It's a dude. It's swinging a twig and berries. It's a dude. This Blair White thing hasn't even gotten itself snipped and it admits it. So it's still swinging a whole package. Oh, it's ridiculous. You see some of the uh, Twitter posts where it talks about its boyfriend. And it, and, and it's like not like it's a gay relationship. This boyfriend, his Twitter, he's talking about it like it's a her and like he's not gay. Dude, I'm sorry. If you got a chick in front of you and you go, you know, take care of the, you know, husbandly duties to that thing and you drop that belt down below the waist and you get in the chin with a pecker you're a gay guy it's that simple you're about as fruit cakey as they come just admit it but this whole this is where the conservatives are messed up too is like some i've seen people with the caitlin jenner stuff that's a dude that's bruce jenner that is a guy but just because it speaks of conservative values you want to give it the respect of calling it a her or a she the hell are we teaching our kids here that's delusional and you're just participating in that delusion guys and girls get your head out of the rainbow ass it is time to come back to reality 
and be okay with it. There's nothing wrong with calling a spade a spade. There is nothing wrong with the birds and the bees. There is nothing wrong with reality and logic. Get your head out of the alphabet ass. I, uh, you know, this is the topic of the show. So we go over this stuff all the time. And I got to tell you, it, it is mentally exhausting sometimes to even have to read through all of this different stuff because every single week it comes out with another level of depravity. So now we're rewriting traditional psychology books. So that way there can be peer-reviewed studies to support this mental illness. And the reason why is because there is no actual peer-reviewed studies that support this stuff because it is not biologically factual. God doesn't make mistakes. You are created a boy or a girl by God at conception. When that sperm meets the egg, it introduces X or Y chromosomes. And that right there determines what kind of creature you're going to be, a boy or a girl. And no, Kleinfelter syndrome and Turner syndrome and intersex, it doesn't make it the exception because Kleinfelter syndrome, those people still have a Y chromosome. You're a dude. Turner syndrome, people still have X chromosomes, which make you female. You are deformed, but you are still one of the two. So let's not take it the next step further and now have mental deformity on top of the physical deformity. Embrace your chromosomes and start living that life. God does not make mistakes. And when you give the middle finger to God, trust me, he gives it back to you. And typically you end up in a place that's not so good. Oh, I don't believe in God. Look, we can go back to Pascal's wager, which if you believe in God and you live your life of that nature, what's the worst that can happen? You lose out on a couple of luxuries, but ultimately you gain it all. But if you don't believe in God, then you might get those few luxuries throughout, but then things get really dark, really hot, and you burn in hell. So I'm going to go with Pascal's wager, and I'm going to believe in God. And I suggest that all of you do the same exact thing. I always mention the River Church and Foundation Church. If you're here in Florida, please check them out. Two of the best churches around. But we need to bring God back into this country because this Looney Tune mental illness stuff has gone out of control. And like I was saying earlier, the peer-reviewed studies, I want to read to you this article here from Zero Hedge. Disturbing gibberish. New trans textbook for psychiatrists could harm millions of kids, critics say. A new cutting-edge textbook on transgenderism written with the help of activists will be used to train psychiatrists and could harm millions of children in the future. Some experts have warmed. Gender-affirming psychiatric care just released on Amazon at $58 is a textbook printed by American Psychiatric Association, the APA Publishing. The textbook signals early on that it's more subjective than objective, quoting feminist studies professor saying, scientific neutrality is a fallacy. The content has promoted some critics to question the textbook's reliance on a mix of transgender identifying professionals writing about their experiences, limited scientific studies, and neo-Marxist critical theories. This is a huge issue. Millions more kids will be harmed, said Dr. Lauren Schwartz, a psychiatrist in Oklahoma speaking out against the rush to transition children. The textbook's introduction says that book is based on evidence-informed approach instead of an evidence-based approach. 
which is more scientific, she told the Epoch Times. The 26 chapters are written by 56 authors, 50 of whom are in the transgender community, according to the textbooks forward. Chapters include affirming two-spirit people, a term used to refer to someone who believes he or she is both sexes, and one about double queer people or people who identify as transgender and have a mental disability. The link will be in the description, ladies and gentlemen. It's kind of a long-winded article, but I do highly suggest that you check out the Zero Hedge article that is linked in the description because this is what they do. They twist reality, and they try to create literature to back that twisting of the reality up. The APA Publishing Group put this book out, so people are going to use this as peer-reviewed study. 50 out of the 56 writers are all transgender. They're all mentally ill. That's what happens when you have a country where our Secretary of Health and Human Services is a mentally ill guy pretending to be a girl, and this stuff is running rampant in our societies. Evidence-informed approach. Not an evidence-based approach. Evidence-informed approach. That's like these Hollywood movies that say, based on a true story. And nothing about the entire story is actual fact at all. In fact, uh, we just saw the movie Hacksaw Ridge not too long ago. First time ever, if you haven't seen it. Phenomenal movie based on a true story, but a lot of what was in there, even the gentleman that it was based on came out and said, no, that was still Hollywood. It didn't happen like that. Evidence-informed approach. It needs to be evidence-based. It needs to be. Two plus two is four. Up is down, left is right. These are inalienable facts that cannot be changed just because somebody doesn't feel good about it. The sky is blue. Grass is green. Trees have brown bark for the most part. We are not going to start changing this just because a couple of colorblind people start getting offended. And now we all have to pretend that we don't see the colors that are right in front of us. This is absurdity absurdity i have never seen anything as stupid in my entire life and in an educated society in 2023 where we all have access to real information in real time this shouldn't even be something that we're playing around with but the fear of hurting some stranger's feelings that you know nothing about or maybe one of your family members or friends that is going through gender dysphoria the fear of speaking the truth is keeping everybody silent and just going ahead and playing along with their superstitions and delusions guys and girls get your head out of the clouds get to church put your nose in the bible this ain't right this ain't right it's just not if you're gay be gay that's fine but do it authentically. Don't do it because it's a pop culture thing. Don't do it because you're one of those simp guys that constantly gets put in the friend zone and you don't know how to get a girlfriend. Don't. Stick with it. If you fall off the horse, you keep getting back on the horse. You don't go molest the goat just because it's the easier thing to do. He's lower to the ground. It's easier if I just go for the goat. No, you take the challenge. You get up on the horse. Unreal. Well, guys and girls, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Straight Talk. We will be back next week with more stories from the depraved Alphabet Clan. If you like what we do here on this show and you want to help support the show, you can head over to our locals 
page. If you're watching on Rumble, so the link's right underneath the video. If you're not watching on Rumble, I highly suggest that you move over to Rumble because it is just a matter of time because before the oligarchs at YouTube and Facebook start shutting us down from those platforms. We're already virtually shadow banned on everything on Facebook. YouTube hasn't gotten us yet, but I promise you it's coming. TikTok, forget about it. Pretty much banned nonstop on that platform until we go through the appeal process. So really the only free speech platforms that we have available are X with Elon Musk, where you can find us at straight pod. That's the at sign S T R the number eight P O D you'll be able to find us there for our uncensored Twitter feed, or you can head over to rumble where as all the other platforms start shutting us down, we will stay alive on the rumble platform, but it is critical to hop on over there to our rumble page. All of the links will be in the description under our link tree. You could also support us on Patreon, but that's also another liberal company that we're sure to be shut down here soon. But if you do subscribe to our Patreon and or locals page, which is only five dollars a month something you could scrounge up out of the couch and help support traditional values you will have access to our our podcast being released early every single week and also exclusive content that you cannot find on all of these major social media platforms including some of our conspiracies that we like to talk about and some national news that doesn't really correlate with the rainbow clan agenda that we focus on on this podcast now obviously when we go deep into the things like COVID 19 and vaccinations then youtube immediately wants to shut us down as does facebook tiktok and so on so if you want some really riveting information on things that are developing in the radical world of bioweaponry and government control i highly suggest you head over to our patreon and locals page and subscribe for only five dollars a month again the sponsors of our show is florida straits the nation and as far as we are know the world's only straight pride 501c3 organization so please check out floridastraits.com please help these guys out they're doing excellent things in our schools and communities they run billboards they bring schools in the classrooms from brave books they've got a huge huge arsenal of tools that they can use to help fight this indoctrination but they cannot do it for zero dollars they do need the help gas is expensive Financing is expensive. Buying these books to put in the classrooms from Brave Books costs money. That's expensive. T-shirts and stickers for people that want to support traditional values and Bible-based principles. That's also expensive. So please head over to floridastraits.com. Links in the description and help them out with just a couple of bucks. Every single dollar helps and counts to help keep the whole operation up and running. Not only that, but they also help support our podcast as well with equipment and technology as well. So please head on over there, floridastraits.com. One last thing, holiday seasons are coming up, and we have got some incredible honey. Now this proceeds buying from this bottle go directly to this podcast to help us put on this production, and you can get one for yourself at Make honeygreatagain.com and just use promo code straight that's s-t-r-a-i-g-h-t for some of the country's best honey thank you again ladies and gentlemen for tuning in to another episode of straight talk we will be back next week and we will see you then